Hi, welcome to Psychic Today, where we bring the otherworldly to this world of ours. Today, I want to talk about um, one of the most essential uh, crystals that we should all have in our toolkit, and I'm sure we all do, and we've all heard of it, and it's clear quartz. Now, most people kind of some people take clear quartz seriously, as do I. Um, some people don't because they feel it's just too, you know, basic. It's it's not for what they need. And they don't realize that there are so many different aspects of quartz that it's essential to have it, especially if you're doing... Uh, crystal gridding for specific purposes or if you're doing layouts on your body or layouts of uh, geometric patterns that you would do in gridding around the body as opposed to on a wooden grid or a cloth grid. Um, these are essential because especially for meditating and uh, raising your um, vibration and your frequency because they are programmable and they amplify your intention. So today I want to talk about clear quartz and then I want to talk about the different formations. And as I talk about the different formations, I will put the photos of each formation up on the website, Psychic Today with JillRoberts.com. And if we have time, we'll go into, uh, you know, the master crystal triad, which are, you know, the initiation crystal, the integration crystal, and the temple heart crystal. And a lot of these are Lemurians. A lot of these formations you can apply to Amethyst, Brandenburgs, um, Super 7s, uh, light 23s. A lot of different quartzes, rose quartz, you can apply it to so many other than just clear quartz. And that's the formations. So if you hold on, we'll be right back and we'll talk about clear quartz. This is Jill Roberts from Psychic Today, and I have some exciting news. I've created a website based on you, the audience. So only you guys will be able to access this information. So it's based on the show because we're going through this journey together. And I thought it was important to have the space for you if you had any comments or questions or you're interested in any services or just wanted to, you know, voice your opinions. So the website is Psychic Today with JillRoberts.com. Again, it's the name of the show.com. Psychic Today with JillRoberts.com. You can leave any questions or comments. You can email them at Jill at Psychic Today with JillRoberts.com. Again, that's Jill at the name of the show, Psychic Today with JillRoberts.com. And if you're interested in any of my services 
or courses, you can text or call at 917-336-0054. Again, that's 917-336-0054. And if you're calling from outside the U.S., you use the country code 1 and then the number 917-336-0054. There is also a Facebook group, just for this audience, called Crystalline Exploration. So just check it out. Uh, you can search it on, in Facebook, find it, and request to be a part of the group. And there we'll talk about everything. Everything that I go over in this show, any, especially the crystalline exploration where we're talking about different types of minerals and gemstones and stones that are not too common. I try and keep, and I'm always searching for new and exciting stones that can do amazing things both physically, emotionally, and spiritually. So I hope you enjoy the content on the website. Again, that's Psychic Today with JillRoberts.com. And I really can't wait to hear from you. Okay, now that you know about all the new website and contact information, we can get back to the show. So, Again, we're going to talk about clear quartz. So let's talk about some keywords. Um, you can program them. So programmability, amplification of your intention, magnification of ambient energies, clearing, cleansing, and healing. And they also deal with memory enhancement. So they just do just so much. Their element is storm, and the chakras, believe it or not, are all, okay? So quartz is a silicon dioxide crystal with the hardness of seven. It's a crystal system of, it's hexagonal, and it is among the most abundant of minerals that we have here on the earth. The quartz family includes many stones discussed before, and in fact, the silicon oxide molecule of quartz is part of the wide array of minerals designated as silicates. Quartz crystals um, are found on every continent and perhaps in every country on the earth. So we're going to talk mainly about, um, you know, certain varieties of clear quartz crystals, except if I tell you elsewise. Okay, so... Classically, you know, clear quartz stones are thought of as colorless. They can be candle-shaped. Um, they have hexagonal prismatic crystals with relatively smooth sides and natural faceted terminations at one or both ends. Um, this fits most varieties of quartz, and it can occur in numerous other growing habits, including compact or... Um, concretionary masses and fibrous as well. So 
Quartz occurs in a wider range of environments. It's an essential element in mica shifts, um, quartzite, granite, and consolidated sediments such as sandstone, conglomerates, etc. It's the principal const, uh, constituent of man-made glass as well as natural glasses such as obsidian and tektite. Um, quartz crystals exhibit the property of piezoelectricity by which it can transform mechanical energy, which is pressure, into the electromagnetic energy and vice versa. This makes it useful in such devices as crystal radios, microphones, watches, radio transmitters, you name it. Okay, so we use clear quartz in everything. And on when I spoke about the Lemurian uh, crystals. As you can see, I was talking about that as well as we use it in computers, we use it in TVs, we use it uh, to store memory on computers. So, you know, I'm not a big computer person where I know the ins and outs of what's inside the computer. So if I get certain things wrong when that's concerned, please forgive me. <laughs> But I do know it is part of the storage um, of where we store stuff um, on uh, the computer. I'd have to ask my son. He knows more about this than I do. But the point is quartz is used in so many things that are around us every day. Um, sometimes people call it rock crystal. And it's the stone most, most often thought of when the term quartz is used. So when we say quartz, we think automatically of clear quartz, you know. Um, some people think of rose quartz if that's their thing. But, you know, when we use quartz, I know I do, I think of clear quartz. The name comes from the Greek that means ice. And some of the ancients believed that quartz crystal was water frozen so hard that it just never thought out. So that's pretty interesting. Um, clear quartz has been the subject of spiritual beliefs and folklore. The Japanese called clear quartz the perfect jewel and viewed it as a symbol of infinite space, purity, perseverance, and patience. Indigenous cultures in both North America and Burma have believed that clear quartzes to be living entities and presented them with food as ritual offerings. I, um, with all of my crystals and stones, um, for myself, I feel that they are living entities. I do not bring them food, but I will, when I get a new stone, I will introduce myself to it and I will feel its energy and combine my energy with the energy of the stone and with quartzes, you can program them. So we'll get to that in a minute. But, um, like, for example, today I have some stones coming in from um, Johannesburg, South Africa. So, you know, you can get, this day and age, you can get stones from all over the world. Um, quartzes you can get in your, in your local store, uh, depending on where you live, or anywhere online. But... Um, so crystal balls brought back by um, the crusaders were said to possess magical powers. So a lot of times um, when you see crystal balls, if you go um, by some fortune teller 
storefront, you'll see a crystal ball, and, and it's made most likely out of clear quartz. Um, in Scotland and Ireland, spheres of rock crystals were long used to cure diseases in cattle. In past cultures of Central and South America, quartz crystals carved into the shapes of human skulls were venerated as powerful religious objects. The dwellings of deceased ancestors or gods, in a remarkable coincidence or synchronicity, Aboriginal tribes in both Australia and South America describe their creation myths, the image of the cosmic serpent, progenitor of all life, being led and guided by a quartz crystal. So here, you know, clear quartz is by far the most versatile and multidimensional stone in the mineral realm. Three of its key properties are energy amplification, programmability, and memory. Unlike most other stones, which carry certain relatively fixed properties, clear quartz uh, can be programmed by your focused intention to assist in achieving virtually any goal um, in your inner or outer life. Sitting in meditation with a piece of clear quartz, can, you can visualize an image of your intention or desired outcome within the crystal, and this will have the effect of powerful psychic amplifica um, of amplification. Excuse me. Actors such as session, or especially if one practices the same programming repeatedly with the same crystal, numerous inner and outer events will seem to conspire synchronistically to bring about the manifestation of your wish. Of course, the more one makes a personal effort to achieve the goal, the more opportunities there'll be for such a beneficial synchronicities to occur. However, experiments with this type of intention amplification are likely to yield surprisingly powerful results and can also assist in coming to fully believe in the invisible power of the focused intent. The fact that the program crystal remembers and amplifies the power of your desire can greatly assist in holding the pattern of energy long and strong enough for manifestation to occur. And the great thing is, what I tend to do is when I get a stone or a crystal, and in this case, a, a quartz or a Lemurian, I will cleanse it. I will introduce myself to it and feel its energy. And then I program. I program all of my stones. All stones can be programmed. Whether people say you can or you can't, they can. That's been my experience. Clear quartz, however, is a very easily programmable stone where it will manifest your desires not so much quicker, but in a different way. Like quartz is more of the general for what you're looking for. Um, so let's say it's a new position at your job or, you know, money or whatever the case may be. Um, it's that stone you would use. If you're looking to do something more specific, um, you could use citrine, you could use um, amethyst, you could use rose quartz for love. I mean, there's just so many different types of 
stones that you can program for certain things. And these are general stones that I'm talking about. Uh, I'm not even going to get into the zestulites and, and programming those stones because those stones will really, if, if you think Moldavite is powerful, my goodness, the zestulites are just really, really powerful. However, quartz is a great stone to program especially for the general. If it's for you or if it's for health and your family, this is a wonderful stone to use. And when we get into the formations, it becomes more specific, believe it or not. So this is just the general of programmable quartz, clear quartz. And so you can, like I said, it can be used to also amplify the energies of other stones. It's a magnifier. So it will blend and enhance the energies of groups of stones. Um, this makes clear quartz the ideal base material for energies um, and tools such as wands, shafts, templates, etc. You can put clear quartz on a selenite stick if you're making a selenite wand. Um, clear quartz crystals are also ideal for making energy grids, like I said. Uh, pattern layouts of crystals on the ground or floor or on an actual cloth with the with the geometric pattern on it or a wooden um, grid with a geometric pattern um, and you can but if you have it on the ground or the floor you consider lying it in order to receive the energies generated by the combination of the quartz and the geometric form of the grid the energies of any other stones placed in the grid pattern will also be amplified by the quartz so quartz is again the magnifiers you want to use and my thing is this i have i have worked with sorolites and and grids around me on my chakras on the floor um i have a table for my clients i don't like to use it because of i feel that there's energy everywhere and i of course always uh, cleanse the table and the cloth and the stones and everything that I use for my clients, for myself and for you. If you're at home doing this, you know, I, I've done it on yoga mats where my back was killing me and I'm laying there with these really high vibrational stones all around me and I can't concentrate because I'm thinking, oh, my back is killing me, my lower back. And then I try putting towels and, and doing that kind of stuff on the floor. It's really difficult to do it on the floor if you're doing a layout. My suggestion is this, you know, it's, it's a meditation, yes, and you don't wanna fall asleep. However, if you are by yourself and you can do it in your bed, put the stones around you in the bed. You know, they may move and that's okay, but you wanna be comfortable because you want to be um, open to what the stones and the energies that are bringing in depending on what you're working with and for. You don't want to be concentrating on physical pain while you're, you know, trying to <laughs> enhance, you know, you, the energies around you and feel them. You want to be able to be in a meditative state where your mind is clear and you can have, um, whether it's for channeling or just in meditation alone, you don't want to be, concentrating on a pain somewhere else in your body while you're 
trying to do this. So do it on a bed. Do it on something comfortable. On a couch, perhaps, if you have a big enough couch. Um, so, sorry, they, I have construction going on around me. And I've tried to block it out as much as I can. Sorry if it gets onto the show. But, um, so that is what I, I think you should do. Definitely make yourself comfortable. Okay, so um, because clear quartz is such an indiscriminate amplifier of whatever energies surround or enter it, it can collect an unusually large amount of psychic debris. This makes it necessary for you to clear or cleanse the crystal a lot. Okay, you want to do it after every use. So, um, and I know sometimes it's a pain in the butt to, if you're even if you're just sleeping with the crystal, you're gonna want to cleanse it later on. Um, it can be done in different ways. You can soak the crystal overnight in salt water solution, cover the crystal with dry salt for a few days, bury the crystal in the ground, place it in the sun. My favorite way of cleansing all my stones again is to wave sage smoke around it or hold it, um, you know, and or do breath work with it to cleanse out any psychic debris. And um, in all cases, you know, the focus, the intention for clearing and cleansing in the center of the crystal, it's a happy side effect of this is that it will also serve to clear and cleanse your own personal energies at the same time. So because quartz can be used to facilitate the achievement of virtually any aim, we leave, you know, the suggested affirmations up to you right now. We want to, you know, use whatever your intention is for the, um, the courts when you're programming it. You can do any type of um, affirmation you want. I mean, and it doesn't even have to be like, you know, uh, an affirmation. It could be just the intention going over it and over it and over it in your mind um, or saying it aloud. So it's definitely something that you should do. So now spiritually, clear quartz encourages clarity on all levels. It can be used to enhance the communication of guides and amplify your psychic abilities. It acts to stimulate and open all chakras and energy pathways in the body, allowing for a more enlightened and expansive auric field. I use crystal quartz whenever I'm doing any card reading. So if I'm doing tarot, oracle, um, even in mediumship, I will use them. I always use stones with all of my services because they enhance everything. So um, emotionally, clear quartz um, is neutral, but it will amplify any emotion which it moves into resonance. So it's a neutral emotional stone. Physically, it stimulates your nervous system and the growth of fingernails and hair. And it can assist in removing adhesions in the connective tissue. So it's, again, a great stone. Definitely one you need to have in your, in your 
in your toolkit. And when I mean toolkit, I just mean, you know, your collection. Um, and part of the stones, if you're going to use them for healing, um, definitely you want clear quartz on there. The other day I made a selenite wand. Um, and I had one that actually came to a termination point. And I used, um, I used clear quartz at the t very tip. And then, you know, I did, um, I believe I used Zetulokra clear. Then in between every Zetulite, I put a tiny Herkimer diamond. Because Herkimer diamonds are quartz crystals as well. And they're double terminated, which means the energy, because they have a point on each end, the energy flows both ways. And I was doing it in a, um, a straight column line. So I put the clear quartz, the Satchaloka clear, Herkimer diamond, pink uh, azestulite, Herkimer diamond, Santa Rosa azestulite, Pink Herkimer Diamond, um, Himalaya Gold is actually like um, Herkimer Diamond. So I did that all the way through. And um, it has amazing energy because the selenite itself, selenite is also a great way to cleanse your crystals and keep them programmed. Sometimes if you if you if you want to get rid of the programming, the intention for the clear quartz, if you use sage, it will get rid of it, and then you have to reprogram it again. If you put it on selenite, it will cleanse the crystal, but keep the programming. And you can put that intention there, too. Even if you do use the sage, you can say, I want to remove any negative energy, any negative entities, negative emotions, and psychic debris from the stone. I want to keep it programmed. I do it with my rings because I have a beautiful... Um, huge Herkimer diamond from Francesca at um, GiordanoBlue.com. Uh, she has, she's a beautiful, amazing person and a amazing artisan. She just creates such beautiful, beautiful jewelry. So um, I wear her stuff and I have a huge black set uh, septarian on my left hand. So every day when I cleanse my auras and my subtle bodies and my chakras, I also cleanse my jewelry. And, you know, I just spoke, uh, got in touch with Francesca and we're actually going to do a, an episode about wearing crystal jewelry and, um, how it can enhance your life. So that's going to be coming up sometime in October, the beginning of October. And I'm so excited because Francesca and I have been meaning to do this for so long. And it's, you know, between our two schedules, it's, it hasn't happened, but it's going to happen. So I'm just so happy. So when I come back, um, we're going to talk about formations. And again, I will have it all of the formations I talk about, I'm going to have on the website. Okay? So stay tuned. We'll be right back with this. Exciting, I love this part because it's great for the Marines, too. And it, it's just fun. Okay.
Hi, welcome back to Psychic Today. I'm your host, Jill Roberts. And first, before I get into the formations of crystals, of course, um, I do want to say if there is something that you want me to cover, whether it be a specific stone, whether it be a specific service, or something that has to deal with psychic development, mediumship, um, shamanic journeying, um, anything dealing with, um, you know, your soul. I do, uh, soul blueprints, um, anything that has to do with the Akashic records, or I'm just throwing stuff out there. Um, if there's anything that you want to know about, wherever you're listening to this, you can just scroll down, or if it's in an app, you know, just go down a little bit and you'll see that you can leave me a voice message. Now, um, it's even if you're on Apple Podcasts or Google, if you're on your phone or you're on your desktop, you don't have to be on Anchor to leave me a voice message. Um, you, there will be a link for it. You can press it and you can leave me a voice message like as if you just called me on the phone. And please, during the voice message, let me know if I can include it in an episode or not. Because I've gotten voice messages in the past, and even though I've said, you know, these could be used in future episodes, I really don't like to do that unless I just feel uncomfortable doing that if I don't have, um, even though it's known as if you leave a voice message, you know, you're giving permission. I'm not doing it that way. That anchor does it. Okay, I'm doing it as you tell me on the voice message. Yes, you can use this. No, I prefer you not to. If you could just cover, you know, X, Y, and Z, this stone or, you know, pendulum dowsing or whatever it is, um, intro to tarot, um, just, you know, let me know and we can do that. So formations of quartz. So all clear quartz grows on a hexagonal crystalline system, but there's a tremendous variety of formations. So I just want to talk about some important forms of clear quartz. So some, um, one is laser wand. Laser wands are usually long. They're tapered crystals with fine terminations and are characterized by their ability to focus energy into an intense beam. This beam of energy can then be used like a laser to remove densities, entities, attachments, programs, implants, and cords from the energetic body. Laser wands are for use in healing work exclusively. They do not tend to hold programs as strongly as other formations of clear quartz. So this would be for somebody like myself, if I have a client um, that I need to remove any implants or cut cords from, um, it's not a type of clear quartz that you would generally use in a meditation for yourself. Another type is a, called the generator. A generator is a configuration of quartz that consists of six equal sides, meaning perfectly at the apex. So this is the the formation at the top, okay? This is fairly rare formation and it should be treasured if you have the opportunity to connect with one. These stones act as earth energy batteries almost, allowing you to easily access and utilize the electromagnetic energy of the earth's aura. 
So you can use this energy receptively to recharge your own energy if you feel drained or if you've been ill or injured. They can also be used in a directive manner to broadcast prayer and thought energy through the electromagnetic field of the planet, much like a radio broadcast. Generator crystals are special entities and are now surfacing on the planet in order to assist in mass transformation and energetic shift, which are occurring. Individuals and groups can utilize these stones to broadcast healing and love through the Earth's energetic field to be received by all beings upon the planet. So generators are, are you'll see the picture on the website. They're very beautiful. They're rare, but they're becoming more common. So another one is tabular. Tabular quartz is named because of its growth pattern is flat and broad. Frequently, you know, tabular quartz crystals are double terminated, which means they have a point at each end. They act as bridges of light that allow energy to move over areas where blockages or breaks in the vibrational field would otherwise prevent energy flow. Um, some people call them tabbies. And they're excellent allies to use on the healing table because they can amplify the energy of other stones as they facilitate the movement of stone energies through the meridians of the chakra system. In meditation, tabbies can assist in astral travel and the exploration of other lifetimes and past lives. So they're another type of quartz. I mean, every type of quartz I'm talking about now you can get and they're just so different, and that's what makes them really great. Uh, let's talk about double terminated. So as their name implies, they come into one or more natural points or terminations at each end of the crystal body. The double spiral growth pattern um, of double terminated quartz crystals allows energy to flow in both directions along the body of the stone. So that's why I use... Herkimer diamonds, because Herkimer diamonds are a very high vibrational stone. They're a clear quartz crystal, um, and they're double naturally double terminated, and they're also naturally um, faceted cut, um, unlike diamonds, where a jeweler has to do it. So the reason why I use these, these small Herkimer diamonds on my wand is because I wanted the flow of energy from all the stones to go, you know, up and, and flow back and forth. Um, so you can receive and transmit energy I through either termination. Um, this is only true of natural double terminated quartz. Single terminated stones that have been cut into double terminated shapes will still run energy in one direction. So if you buy one that's been, um, let's say, um, tumbled and cut to have a double termination, it's only going to flow in the one direction. It has to be natural. Thus, that's why I use the Herkimers for it. But um, double terminated quartz can be used like tabular quartz in order to uh, bridge blockages or gaps in the energy field or meridian system. When worn as pendants, they can direct energy up and down the chakra column, strengthening the energy flow and assisting one in maintaining your energetic clarity. Double terminated quartz crystals are wonderful examples of the need to both give and receive energy. They assist 
one in expanding your consciousness at the same time they can help dispel excess energy and ground the body grounding is very important before you work with crystals and meditate i believe anytime i'm going to channel or meditate i ground myself um if you do not know how to ground we can do an episode on that but you can also use um certain stones that will keep you protected Anytime you go into meditation, you're opening yourself up to all different types of energies. So I would use, um, you know, black tourmaline is a great protector. If you have it next to you, if you're if you're sitting um, meditating, you know, just have it next to you. Um, if you're doing it in a layout grid, you know, throw in a double termination. If um, anytime you're meditating. If you're not grounding yourself, keep um, obsidian, black obsidian is another great one. Um, sometimes uh, techites like Apache Tears, actually Apache Tears are an obsidian, um, but they absorb a lot of energy. So you would, you know, definitely um, you need to clear them after the meditation, but they're great for grounding as well. Um, so the next type of formation I'm going to talk about here is called self-heals. Now, self-heal quartz crystals have a complete termination at one end, so it's pointed at one end, and an unbroken but non-terminated form at the other. You can identify them by the fact that there is no discernible fracture. Though, you know, sometimes um, there's very interesting patterns at the bottom of the non-terminated end. Um, they are called self-healed because the original broken end has been overgrown with quartz and it's accepting um, one's difficult experiences and past traumas and perceiving how these experiences have contributed to one's growth. It's as though the integration of these experiences that one comes to know the many facets of one's true self, just as many facets at the base of the self-healed crystal reflect its internal structure. Self-healed quartz crystals can be used to facilitate healing on all levels through the practice of reflective integration. By meditating with a self-healed crystal, one can perceive the parts of one's inner core that need to be accepted into the whole. What aspects of your past still need to be healed? How can you progress on your path to self-knowledge? Self-healed quartz can help you answer these questions. You know, they're, they are also excellent tools to use in healing work. They facilitate the healing of wounds from surgery or trauma and are excellent for use with broken bones. On a mental level, they can assist one in gaining an understanding of one's emotional lessons and life experiences. So, if you look at the bottom of a self-healed crystal, some of them are just so incredibly beautiful. I mean, I would rather myself work with a self-healed, um, and a lot of mine are self-healed because they have beautiful, um, sometimes they have record keepers on the bottom. Um, and these, and this is quartz that's grown over the broken part of the, of the, that end of the crystal. So it's kind of, kind of reminds me of people because we all have something, 
that we need to work on. And this is a perfect example of doing that. And if you meditate with these, or if you go to a crystal healing practitioner, ask them to use a self-healed quartz because it will help you get to the root of the problem and actually help give you some answers as to how to fix those problems within yourself. And again, great for broken bones or surgery. Um, okay, so self-healed and they're beautiful. And you'll see when I put them on the website. So uh, the next is called, it's also known as Isis. And it's a manifest spirit crystal. The manifest spirit crystal displays a five-sided face on the front of the crystal termination, representing the five elements, you know, earth, fire, water, air, and um, storm. The number of five also represents the expression of spirit and energy through the um, through form and has been traditionally linked to the goddess archetype. The sacred pentagon formed on these five sides stimulates your connection to divine source and particularly the nurturing creative energy of the goddess or great mother. These crystals have the ability to guide one in connecting with the archetypal goddess energy, which is also, you know, the divine feminine, and in giving birth to one's dreams through action. Now, again, because we're talking about the goddess energy, this doesn't mean that you men cannot use this. You need to have yin and yang both in your, in, in your life. You cannot have one without the other. So I'm not just talking about um, these crystals for for women. I'm talking, this is for everybody. So in meditation, the manifest spirit crystal, or we can call it Isis, um, can help guide you to connect with the divine source and to channel that energy through the physical body into the expression on the earth plane. This quartz configuration is particularly useful for those who are willing to dedicate their lives and essences to expressing divine energy in this realm of matter. So, again, these are some crystal formations. You will find these in clear quartz. You will find them in amethyst. You will find them in Brandenburg's. You will find them in uh, rose quartz. Um, we're talking specifically about clear quartz today, but, you know, you can find them in the others. Now, there are some other interesting things I want to get to in this episode, and it's the Master Crystal Triad. So we're going to talk about a channeling crystal, which is an initiation crystal, a transmitter, um, the Tao, which is a temple crystal, uh, heart crystal. And a lot of these are, and we're going to talk about record keepers, um, portal time links that are on these, um, a scepter quartz. And um, it's useful, especially if you're going to be using Lemurians, because a lot of, or even, you know, um, 
Amethyst or Brandenburgs if you buy those because they're Skepters. They're all of these except for the Dow. The Dow, I believe, is um, is very true to the um, Lemurian. Um, and Lemurians are quartz. So, you know, it's we don't have to be that specific. But I do have a beautiful um, rose-colored um, Dow. Um, Lemurian that I just love and they're like the Lemurian seeds in the sense of the striations are very prominent so if you hold on I'll be right back and we'll talk about the crystal triad Okay, and we're back. So the master crystal triad, which is the initiation crystal, the integration crystal, and the temple heart crystal. The initiation crystal is the first configuration in the master crystal triad. These three crystals are all master crystal teachers. They exhibit the seven and three geometries. The initiation has one seven-sided face and one three-sided face. The integration crystal exhibits two seven-sided faces on other side of the triangular facet. And finally, the most evolved formations of the temple heart crystal, which exhibits three seven-sided faces alternating with three triangular faces. I know this sounds really complicated, but with the photos and with me explaining this, it should become a lot clearer, okay? So first we're gonna talk about the initiation crystal, which is also known as channeling. That's a good channeling crystal. Okay, so the initiation crystal allows you to connect with the source of divine knowledge and understanding. The connection can be used to discover and understand your life's path, lessons, and purpose. It's a stone of learning represented the, by the spirit, you know, representing the spiritual student, which is you. Meditating with the initiation crystal allows you to perceive your source of guidance, utilizing the information to further one's learning. Now, the seven-sided face represents the spiritual seeker. Um, that's who is willing to put aside ego in order to pursue true spiritual knowledge. The three-sided facet directs the spiritual knowledge and information onto the Earth's plane, allowing it to be utilized and directed into your life. This is the path of the spiritual student, first working to acquire spiritual understanding, then you can apply that understanding to your own life. So this is the first crystal you would work at work with. rather. The initiation crystal activates inner sight and the third eye, its energy opens visions and facilitates meditation by focusing the mind on the energy of the stone. It can also help you with meeting your spirit guides, teachers, um, or connecting with the knowledge or teaching which will be most beneficial to your path. So it has one seven-sided face, and it also has a little triangle so it has a three-sided as well. So it's not like the Tao, which I spoke about earlier, which is basically seven, you know, 
three, which I'll just say triangle because it makes it easier. And this is at the faceted, this is at the apex, at the point of the crystal, okay? This is not the length of the crystal, this is the point of the crystal, okay? So you can, you can use your finger and you can count the number of sides on the crystal to make sure you have the right one. So that's the initiation. The next one is the integration crystal, which is a transmitter. So we've gone from channeling to transmitting. So after you've uh, used the initiation crystals to connect with your guides and your teachers, you can move on to working with the integration configuration. The integration crystal exhibits two seven-sided faces on either side of a perfect triangle, um, representing the balance between spiritual knowledge and action. This configuration represents the end of apprenticeship and the beginning of an uh, autonomous action. You've now received the knowledge that was necessary to understand your path, and now you must begin to apply that knowledge to the real world. In the past, it was more accepted for uh, someone to spend their life in a monastic isolation supported in the pursuit of spiritual knowledge, kind of like uh, the Tibetan monks or any monks that utilize meditation for most of their day. Um, by becoming a monk, a nun, a spiritual um, ascetic or other dedicated seeker, one could remove oneself from the concerns of the world and focus solely on the concerns of the soul. This level of learning taught by is taught by the initiation crystal. So you don't have to spend your whole day meditating anymore. By using the master crystal triad, you can achieve these heights of meditation and knowledge by doing using these three crystals. And it's three crystals. You can get them on Etsy. You can put in a specific. You could say integration crystal transmitter, you know, and, and see what comes up. Just make sure that it has two seven-sided and then it has um, a, a um, three-sided after it, okay? Um, so in current times, we're being asked to bring our spiritual learning and knowledge to the world, right? So rather than hiding behind temple walls, this is a this believe it or not is a much more difficult task since it requires the integration of spirit into one's uh, into every level of your life, even when your practice consists of going to work, cooking meals, cleaning house, taking children to practice or other events, and generally living a you know a normal life. But with consciousness, at this level of vibration, it is no longer enough to simply get high on energy and knowledge. It's necessary to bring this frequency into the body and ground it into every action you take. This is the frequency and teaching of the integration crystal. The integration allows you to perceive how to live, act, react, which is one of the things that is very important because we just get on that wheel of action, reaction, action, reaction, and it just goes off. And by spending this time and working on yourself with these three crystals, especially the integration one, you're going to put this knowledge and use into every aspect of your life. And it's not easy. And you know what? It's, you're not going to be able to do it 
for a while. You know, it's, believe me, I still get aggravated and upset if, you know, my children are arguing or, you know, I'm stuck doing everything. You know, it's normal to not be able to, because we're not monks, we're not nuns. We don't, you know, we do have other people in our lives that affect us. And reaction is really where we're coming from. And we have to learn to, you know, react and live and act from a centered place of spiritual understanding. It's, and it's not easy. So if you, you're doing this and, you know, you get upset or you get into an argument with someone, give yourself a break. It's not easy. You know, monks do this, you know, all day long and all night long. And, and, or nuns, you know, they spend their day in prayer and isolation. You have to realize that we're doing this and we're living our lives. So, you know, we will stumble and fall, but don't worry about it. Eventually, you know, you get into a good meditation practice, you use the master crystal triad, you'll get the knowledge, the understanding, and you'll bring it into all aspects of your life. So... You know, it's really about applying, learning real life situations and trying to balance it, you know, with your physical life. The integration crystal assists you in perceiving what aspects of your life are in alignment with your spiritual purpose and which aspects you need to change in order to reflect one's acquired knowledge. So while the initiation crystal configuration is about receiving knowledge and information, it's the integration crystal is about directing that energy into the world and the cosmos. It's about the process of directing higher energy into the world that one comes to understand and utilize one's own purpose. Once it has, once what you have practiced directing spiritual energy into the world, it is time to progress to the temple heart crystal configuration. So it takes time. To, you know, you're not going to just one day meditate with the initiation crystal, then go to the integration and then the temple heart. It's a process, just like everything else. So now let's talk about the temple heart crystal, which is also known as the Tao. The temple heart crystal has three seven-sided faces that alternate with three triangular faces. So you'll have seven faces. On the, and these are the termination points, okay? You'll have seven, and then the next, right next to it, you'll have a little triangle, a three. Then you'll have a seven and a three, and a seven and a three. So you'll always have that little triangle in between each seven-sided face at the apex of the termination of the crystal, okay? Um, this crystal is significant not only for its beautiful geometries and symmetry, but also for its powerful heart activation properties, which is probably why my, the one I got was pink, because it's, um, you know, for love and, you know, self-love and self-care. Um, the temple heart is fairly rare formation, of course. When one of these jewels does appear, it is often a sign of impending transformation and a quantum leap in consciousness and compassion. It has one of the highest frequencies of any clear quartz crystal configuration, an energy frequency that is particularly important in these times. It stimulates the heart chakra and assists one in perceiving and expressing divine compassion and love. 
Its greatest healing energy comes from its ability to open the heart and assist you in restoring and resonating with the divine love energy. The frequency of the temple heart crystal is that of the enlightened priestess. She has great spiritual knowledge and has practiced putting that knowledge to work in the world. She accepts the personal power as an extension and expression of divine power and is willing to make choices and decisions based upon her spiritual understanding, tempered by a wise and powerful heart of compassion. The temple heart crystal carries the frequency of Kuan Yin, the goddess of compassion and healing. At this level of learning, the temple heart crystal reveals that one's true power is seated within the heart chakra. It is though the marriage of the spiritual knowledge and compassion that true enlightenment and enlightened action can be made manifest for the world. The temple heart crystal can be worn to activate the mind and heart, assisting you in opening to compassion, enlightened understanding, and true healing from the heart. Larger temple heart crystals are excellent tools for altars and sacred spaces or healing rooms. They assist you in connecting with the heart of the divine and in developing compassion for the world and for connecting, you know, with others. Groups can entune the energy of the temple heart in order to send healing prayers into the cosmos where they can be assessed by anyone who may need direction, guidance, or healing. So these are the master crystal triads, okay? And if you're interested in doing that and, and going on this journey of your soul and your, um, you know, connecting with um, divine source and finding out uh, the true mysteries of the cosmos and spiritual learning and then putting it into your daily life and then having the compassion afterwards then definitely use these three because it's an amazing journey to go on again there are only three crystals you can buy them one at a time if you're afraid that you can't get a certain one like the Tao um, and if you put it in if you're buying it online I would put um, Lemurian Tao because um, on top of it being a quartz crystal, the Lemurian will give you um, also ancient knowledge of the earth and compassion and love. So um, I would definitely put in Lemurian Dow and in Etsy or eBay. I prefer Etsy because I work with a lot of um, other uh, stores that I uh, shops on there that I um, completely trust. Sometimes on eBay, it's a little bit too anonymous. And with certain crystals like this, they may be hard to find in your local crystal shop. So you might have to do online um, buying. I just suggest Etsy over eBay just for this. Okay. Um, so stay tuned. I know it's a long episode because it's a lot to cover, but I'm going to come back and we're going to talk about other things in quartz like really fun stuff for, you don't have to, this is besides the 
crystal triad. You don't have to be doing this whole spiritual journey with these three crystals in order to have fun with the rest of what I'm talking about. And that's going to be, you know, record keepers, um, time links, you know, with portal courts and scepters. So hold on and I will be right back with all of that fun stuff. Welcome back, and now we're going to talk about some fun stuff on the terminations of quartz crystals, okay? I'm going to do another episode, so don't worry about twin flames, mother and child, um, barnacles, keyholes, devic temples um, on Lemurians and quartz crystals, uh, in another episode. Right now, we're just dealing with the facets and the apex of these crystals, okay? So, everything else that goes on the action, that can be found on the actual base of the crystal or at the bottom of a self-healed crystal, um, which I'll get into in a second, um, will, you know, um, be another episode, and if you want that, that can be um, the next one. Um, I know it's a lot of info, but today we're just dealing with the natural formations at the where the the facets are. Okay, so let's talk about record keepers. Now, record keepers are most common form of found. They're recognized by raised triangle that appear on the main facets of the stone termination, pointing upward towards the apex of the termination. So it's on the facet and it's pointing upward towards the point where everything comes together. Okay. Um, these triangles may appear or pop up suddenly and they're just as likely to be already visible when you first get the stone. So, you know, you're going to, if you're going to order a stone, a record keeper, you know, make sure you put that in there. So raised record keepers activate cellular memory and assist in retrieving information from your lineage or past lives. These stones tend not to be programmed with information. Rather, they work as a key to unlock what is recorded within one's own cellular structure. Each triangle appears as kind of like a trigger to activate a specific chain link on the DNA. When working with these stones, it's not unusual for triangles to rise or to disappear as aspects of one's cellular memory are cleared and integrated and new aspects are activated. Now, the sunken record keeper is indicated by an upward pointing triangle that appears to be cut into the stone. It looks like somebody cut in 
the triangle, but it's not. No one cut it in. It's just it's sunken in to the facet of the crystal. Um, they receded to the surface. They're similar to keyholes in the surface of the facet, but they're distinct, uh, distinctly triangular in shape. So a sunken record keeper is a what's called a true record keeper, and they are much rarer than the raised ones. While raised record keepers activate the cellular memory, so information can be received from one's own internal data bank, the sunken record keeper contains a data bank of information within the stone itself. Usually this information was recorded during the times of ancient civilizations, such as Atlantean and Lemurian. Um, but information from other civilizations and the starseed nations has also been recovered. Generally, only the soul who originally programmed the crystal will be able to access fully all the information, but through, uh, the, tri through the triangles you'll, that may be visible, and the crystal can, you know, be used by others in meditation to retrieve some of this information. And this is for the sunken ones. Now we're going to talk about something really fun which are my favorite types of uh, formations on the facets, which are called portal quartz, which are time links. Portal quartz can be used to access other dimensions, times, and realms of existence. Portal quartz configurations consist of a parallelogram that creates a seventh face on the termination of the crystal. So, don't get... Don't get, well, don't worry. I will explain this a little bit better. You will have the facets, you know, uh, going around the, the top of the crystal. And on it's usually the main facet, the biggest one. You will see a little uh, rectangle, a parallelogram, either on the left side of the facet, main facet, or the right. I... All the time portal links I have um, tend to be on the main facet, but they don't have to be. And this little rectangle is can be big and it can be really tiny, very thin. It could be very small. Sometimes you may need to use a magnifying glass to see if there's a, a time link there. You just might have quartzes uh, that have these on them. So, you know... They're not always big, but the picture that that will be on the website, you'll be able to see it. Um, so when looking at the main face of the stone, the parallelogram, or let's say the little rectangle, can be on either the left or the right side. Occasionally, a portal will appear which exhibits both at once, so that'll be on the left and right side, which is rare. Um, the direction of the parallelogram indicates the type of journey you'll be able to take in meditation with the stone. So a left-facing par parallelogram activates the right side of the brain. So just remember, if it's on the left, it works with the right side of the brain, right? And it enables you to access visions, emotional experiences, and healing information. 
Um, so that's the part of your brain that deals with your clear senses, psychic development, creativity. Um, that's the right side of the brain. So a parallelogram um, uh, on the left side allows one to access information on, let's say, technologies, sciences, um, processes, and structures of a more linear nature. Generally, a right-facing portal will connect one with lifetimes, dimensions, and beings that can assist in emotional healing and intuitive work, while a left-facing portal will connect one with lifetimes, dimensions, and beings that will reveal technologies and sciences that could be helpful to our evolution and cognitive development. Portal cords can be used effectively in alternate life healing work. All lifetimes occur simultaneously, so you just need to know that everything, all the lifetimes are happening at once. And healing or growth in one lifetime affects all others. Generally, a right-facing portal can be used to heal emotional wounds from the past or from past lives. Left-facing portals can be used to explore future lives and to envision one's future desires for this lifetime. Right-directed portals can assist one in perceiving the karmic roots for the current life situation, while left-directed portals can assist one in perceiving the karmic effects of one's current life choices so just know if you want to learn about technology and science and that type of um, link more on the linear side of your brain then you want a right uh, um, a parallelogram that is on the right side of the of the facet okay if you want to open yourself up to more visionary experiences psychic development seeing um, other lifetimes and other time links uh, timelines the time link you want is on the left side so it's going to be the opposite to the um, sphere of the brain that you work with, okay? Now, the next type of quartz that we're going to talk about is a skeptor quartz. And the skeptor quartz combines the powerful storm element energy of quartz with the directional power of fire. Its form is very much like an arrow, and its energy can be related to that of the wand suit in the tarot, fostering creativity, direction, and action. Skeptic quartz stimulates the aura, helping one to feel more energized and excited about taking action and moving in new directions. Its frequency helps one open to the creative mind and find new ways of bringing thought into physical form. Skeptic quartz helps one walk the talk and align your actions with your ideals. This allies energy is wonderful for helping you regain your power and taking charge of making changes in your life. 
It can help prevent you from feeling disempowered, controlled by others, or otherwise unable to act. They're wonderful um, stones for when you're dealing with a bully, whatever type of bully there is in life. Somebody who is controlling you. It's going to empower you to claim back what you've lost through someone either putting you down on a regular basis or through a bully in whatever situation, at work, at school, at home. Um, it stimulates the emotional body to release trapped or buried anger, resentment, and fear. Its frequency helps you to express your point of view in a balanced way. So these emotions don't build up and become toxic. And that's what happens. You know, we hold on to things. There's always kind of that situation where it's the straw that breaks the camel's back and then you just lose it. <laughs> because you have so many things that are not talked about at the time that they come up. And that's what's important in any relationship is you express the little grievances along the way. Otherwise, they you bury them, they become toxic, and then someone will do something where you, something, and it's usually something small, where you'll just be triggered and you're like, forget it, ah, I can't deal with this, well, you know, whatever, however you deal with it. It's just, you don't want that to become toxic because it, it creates diseases in yourself. You know, you'll get sick. There's many ways that it can be expressed um, through the physical body when you're holding on to these angers and, and these little resentments that build up. Um, so its frequency helps you to, um, of course, again, say what you need to say in a balanced way. And it's great for, it's a great healing ally for the manner of the fire element imbalances. It can be used on blocked meridians at the energy points to help stimulate and release stagnation. It's ideal for overcoming sexual dysfunction and hormonal imbalances. Now, the last type of quartz I'm going to talk about, which is a very special quartz, is called a trigonic quartz. It's a clear quartz, but it's called trigonic, okay? And um, the trigonic quartz crystals are among the rarest formations in the entire quartz menagerie. I know this has been a very long episode, but the, this is everything on the quartzes, the formations, and... Uh, we're talking about the facets. There will be another episode on what's on the bases of the stones as opposed to just what's on the tips of it, okay? But this is this is something special that I really want you to to listen to. There these trigonic quartzes are characterized by an inscribed triangle. Um, in one or more of the terminations um, that are similar to the sunken record keepers. But unlike the record keepers, which display triangles pointing upward towards the apex of the termination, the trigonic triangle points down away from the termination. 
This is the means by which to identify crystals of trigonic quartz, which are far rarer than record keepers. However, what's important about them are the energy and the information available through them. The trigonic quartz crystals are uh, crystals of transition, dwellers on the liminal threshold between worlds. They allow you to attune to their vibration, to see and to travel into the visionary realms beyond death. They are ideal for practitioners of shamanism who must frequently visit the other world on behalf of their clients, just something that I do. Um, besides mediumship, I'm a shaman as well, so I am very familiar with having to uh, visually travel to the other world and uh, gain information from my clients. Retrieving lost soul parts, dispelling negative entities, and sometimes fighting for the lives of those under their protection. Trigonic Quartz provides both access and a measure of protection to those working with it in this way. But this is not the only door it opens. As record keepers provide access to events from the deep past of humanity and the earth, Trigonics can give the seeker the keys to the future. This is an even more astonishing experience than viewing the past, because the future is indeterminate. It flows towards us like a river of unlimited potential. And as soon as one defines an image from it, the future disappears. Trigonics teach us to open ourselves up in a state of graceful anticipation to the unknown, undefined, unfettered possibilities of what can be without trying to conceptualize anything. This sort of absolute trust, giving yourself over to the next moment with no way of knowing or controlling what will come, goes hand in hand in what is called enlightenment and the kingdom of heaven. Meditating with a trigonic quartz can give one a first taste and ultimately a full portion of the feats of the world coming to be. You must learn to dwell in the heart and override your ingrained control programs to receive this gift. But the world of crystals offers none better. And those who practice this radical forgiving of oneself to do great service to the world have unlimited possibilities here. So trigonics can occur in clear quartz, amethyst, citrine, or smoky quartz. Clear quartz, of course, offers the highest vibration. Amethyst enhances protection. Citrine increases, increases mental clarity. And smoky quartz aids in grounding. Trigonic quartz can be used with any other stone, and its capacities will not diminish Rather, it will magnify the others, what the other stones offer. So we have so much that we talked about today. But the Trigonic Quartz is special. And if you can get one, definitely get one. And I will be putting up all of the um, pictures of these facets, formations of clear quartz, um, on the website. Psychic Today with JillRoberts.com. And you can, um, on each photo, there will be a link to this episode. So you can always, uh, there'll be a link in the blog post 
and there will be links in each photo and it will say what kind of formation it is whether it's laser quartz or a generator or a scepter or whatever we spoke about today so um you know i we will be doing like i said an episode on um today we did the what's on the facets and next time we can do an episode on what's on the base and the bottom of these beautiful stones so again you can if you don't feel like leaving me a voice message you can always email me at jill j-i-l-l at psychic today with jillroberts.com and you can leave any questions you have there or any subjects you'd like me to cover and you know or leave me a voice message, you know, either or. I would love to hear from you because, again, we're taking this journey together. And today I thought that talking about clear quartz and the different formations and what they mean and how you can work with them to better your life is what we need to do on this journey because they're very specialized stones and they're programmable again and you will have such amazing um, experiences and meditation with them so I hope you enjoy this episode have a wonderful day and of course I am sending you all my love and light <laughs>